Hey friend, I am so glad that you're here. Today I have a special episode for you, one that really was just thoughts and conversations that I had. And just as I look back at situations and circumstances and different experiences that I've gone through in my life and how it's how it's shaped where I am now and how if I would have let fear control it. If I would have looked back and I look at the circumstances and how hard they were and didn't make a choice to continue to push forward, how my life would have been completely different. And so that's what this episode is about. I just want you to tune in and get inspired to not stay where you are. Don't get lost in the circumstances. Don't allow it to define you, but you get to do that. So listen in. I think you're really going to like it. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, and welcome back to Her Restored Spirit podcast. My name is Tammy, and I'm your host. And I just want to start off by saying that today's podcast, I'm kind of breaking, I'm breaking one of the rules of like recording. And so you'll hear, so I'm going to record this. I have a lot on my mind, a lot of my heart, things that, um, conversations that have come up over the last week. And it's just some of the things that God has brought to my mind. And I felt like I needed to share, but here I am, I'm sitting outside and I'm in Colorado Springs. I'm here for a week while my kids are in camp and I've had a lot of time to sit and I've had a lot of time to reflect. I've had a lot of time to catch up with friends and to enjoy great meals and to try to sleep in, which it's really interesting that I have the ability. I have nothing first thing in the morning and yet I wake up early. So I just get up and I enjoy my morning um, a little slower than usual. And I'm just talking to some people, talking to some of my friends about identity, about expectations, some of the things that I've been talking about on my podcast the last couple of weeks. And I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to it or not, um, but I just know that these are things that have been coming up a lot in my life and those around me. And I feel like there's something there. I feel like there's more to it. And I don't really know what it is. I feel like the more we get to know ourselves and not in a way, I, I think I've made it clear that 
it's not about me. When I do self-development, when I do personal growth, I do it because I want to understand how God made me. I do it because I want to understand why I do what I do. As an Enneagram one, I critique the crap out of what I do. I critique it. I, the good and the bad. And even if there's good, I still will take some of that away and make it not as good. I still will analyze it and should have, could have, would have, and I should have done this or should have said that. And the more and more that I look into why I do things, I give myself grace for those. And then I just embrace that I do what I do because, and sometimes that's it. That's all I get is just because. And then I look at my old patterns as I'm the ones that I want to break, the ones that I'm actively trying to work on. Some of the things that frustrate me, some of the things that are holding me back from my next steps. And I realize that that may be something that you're fighting too. That you may feel lost, you may feel hurt and scared and fearful and frustrated. You may just wonder, like, how did you get here? Why are you here? And I don't even, and I wonder if you even have the strength to go on. I was talking with someone and she mentioned the phrase that that's okay because I just embrace the suck. And this is not a phrase that's new to me. Uh, during field training, which is similar to boot camp for the Air Force, that was kind of our thing. Is we just we knew going in, it was going to be a terrible experience. It was going to be hard. We were going to be hungry. We were going to be tired. We're going to be sore. We're going to get yelled at. Like the whole experience was going to suck. But the results, the what you get after, the growth that you experience, what you learn about yourself when you go through those hard things. So I posed a question to her. I was like, why don't you embrace the strength? The suck is the easy part. Things happen. And if we focus on that and we embrace that, then we're just allowing it to happen and we're releasing the responsibility. And no, not everything's our fault, not everything we can control or even have a say in, but how we react to things, how we allow it, allow it to shape us, how we allow it to decide our next steps, that's on us. That's on you and I to take it and decide, am I gonna get better or am I gonna get better? Am I gonna embrace the strength that I have that I didn't realize I had? Am I going to look at what I'm going through and see how, well, see how I've been through hard things before. Maybe not as hard as what you're going through, maybe worse, but no matter what, you're standing here because you have overcome the hardest thing that you've ever done. And tomorrow you can say that you endured today and you overcame it too. So when you look at your identity, don't just look at what, what circumstances are around you. 
Look at what you've done, what you've come through. Look at what you've learned and who you are after it. And it's okay to have it, to like sit in it and have it break you for a little while. For a little while. But then you got to decide. Decide if it's enough. You got to decide if that's who you want to be. Even in motherhood, I feel like I've, I lost myself a little bit, especially after I had my son, um, who's my firstborn. It was not what I was expecting. I thought that I would instantly have this amazing bond with this tiny creature who grew inside of me for nine months. This little boy who has a resemblance of me, but looks a lot like his dad. This little boy who just needs me. And I did love him. I loved him so much. But what I didn't realize is how I loved him so much that I lost who I was. I went from being in the Air Force to being a stay-at-home mom, which being a stay-at-home mom is a huge blessing. A blessing that not everyone gets to experience. Also, it's a blessing that everybody wants. The same as going to work full-time is a blessing that not everybody wants but I expected it to be a little different. I expected to be good at it. I expected to be able to nurse easily because, hey, I mean, breastfeeding is the most natural thing. It's what your body is made to do. And so when the struggles started, when I couldn't breastfeed and I continued to try and beat myself up because it was the natural thing, it's the best, best thing to do. And the doctor said, you can't leave here until you give him some formula. He's not getting enough. And to me, that was a failure. To me, that was, well, I wasn't doing enough. So I read the blogs, I drank the teas, I did the warm compresses, and still, I felt like I was letting him down and letting myself down. And that was just part of it. That was part of it. And I look back now, my son's 13. He survived formula. He survived a lot of things. I mean, knock on wood, there's 13 years and no broken bones. Um, There's been a lot of jumping, a lot of falling, a lot of, a lot of boy things that I just have to turn my head and pray. But as I look now and I realize how that loss of identity shaped that time frame. The time that I should have really been relishing the coups and looking at him grow. I I did do that, but I wasn't present in those moments. And so I, I ask you, do you know who you are? Do you know what makes you tick? And do you know why? It's okay to get lost. Some of the best adventures are getting lost while you're driving and then having to figure out from your printed MapQuest paper, like how to get back where you need to go, get back on track. Some of the best restaurants are found that way. Now we have GPS that kind of, that guides us every step of the way. But remember when it was okay to get a little lost because then you had the adventure of becoming found again. 
And that's a little bit like life. You realize that you kind of lost your course. You lost what fueled you. What fueled you? You lost what drove you. We, your desires, your passions, your your joy. But now you get to go on an adventure to find yourself. You get to go and see how God made you, why you went through what you did, and what you can do with the experiences you had. What did you find when you were lost? What did you discover about yourself, about the strengths you have, maybe some of your weaknesses? And where are you? Are you still lost? Do you feel like you're just being pulled through life? Because that wasn't enough for me. It's easy to allow time to pass. Time can be your friend or your enemy. It can heal wounds and it can keep them visible. But time is just time. It's what we use to measure birthdays and see how old we're getting. Time is actually not good or bad. It's, it's, a new, it's neutral. There's so many times I felt like I'm not experiencing life. I'm always rushing to the next thing, or I was. I was always, I'm trying, I am, you know, like we do the best we can, right? We have to constantly get back on the track. But I realize how important the little moments are and how I look at little girls, I look at two to three year old little girls and I realized that I was robbed of that two to three year old time frame with my daughter. After losing D, that next year was just survival. I didn't get to enjoy her little sassiness and her creativity and watching her grow from a baby to a toddler. I look back now and I see pictures and I'm glad that I took pictures. I'm glad that others took pictures. But I realize that if I'm not careful, I'm going to miss these years too, simply because of what's going on in my life and because we just need to get through it. And I, that's not enough for me. And I hope that you're feeling that it's not enough for you. So what do we do about it? Right? Like you, sure. Now you made me feel Tammy, you made me realize that time is passing and I'm going to go drown my sorrows in a smoothie. But what can we do about it? And I think it's each day realizing that it's a gift. Recognizing what makes us come alive. What makes our kids come alive? What makes our spouses come alive? What makes our friends come alive? And then look for those. Be intentional about adding those things to your life. Surprise your kids with something that, you know, just go take them for ice cream or Go to the park with them or just play a game. Just take a moment to see what they like to do and then do it with them without holding on to your phone, without counting your to-do list items, without any other experience or any other thought going on in your mind, except for the fact how grateful you are for the moment. And I think that's when we start to find our identity. 
that's when we start to realize how blessed we really are, even in the hard circumstances, because we have choices. We have decisions that we can make. We have a way to change our lives, change the energy that we, that we have, and, and go on this adventure that God has for us, this adventure of self-discovery when it's really discovering Him. Discover what our purpose is, because we all have a role, we all have a purpose, and we have a calling. We have, we've been put where we are in life for a reason. So what a great adventure we get to go on to figure it out. And if you're still sitting in your hardship, if it's still happening, if you are I don't mean to push through the hard things. I don't mean to say that we should just overlook them and get on with life. That's not it at all. Because if I didn't go through the hard things that I have in my life, if I haven't gone through so much loss, so much change, so much so many trials, getting knocked down so many times. I wouldn't be confident as I am now that no matter what comes, I'm going to get back up. Sometimes it takes longer than others to get back up. Sometimes I can bounce right back up. Sometimes I can get to my knees and then I just need to stay there for a little while. Sometimes I just need to pray. And as you look at things, as you look at where you are, what happens? And instead of embracing the suck, what if you embrace your strength? Embrace the strength of others around you. What if you looked at your day as a victory? Because it didn't ruin you. Not today. What if you look at it as a win? Whatever it looks like, whatever it may be. What if you look at it as a win for the day? that you have a little more information, you're, you feel a little bit more, you recognize your feelings a little bit more. But what if that was supposed to be part of your identity? What if that is going to be pulled into your calling? Because we look at the world and we see so much hurt, so much pain, and we also see goodness. And we see kindness and we see support and encouragement. And what if you going through this hardship is going to be what allows you, what fuels you to be there for someone else? So as you're releasing the expectations, you're not doing things because others are doing it. You're not going the same route because it's the way that's always done. If there's something different on your heart, if you know deep down that there's something more, that something exciting or something just out of the ordinary for you. And as you figure out the journey of identity, because I don't know if we ever actually will completely know ourselves, because I think that God is always stretching and pushing us. I think that the, our best self is really what's waiting for us in heaven. And until we get there, hopefully a long time from now, 
we get to go on this journey to see glimpses of it and see how other lives are entwined with ours and how other identities are shaped by interactions with us and how other people I tell you, sorry, I'm outside. I'm recording outside. And so all of these cars. But what if all these people that we interact with, these relationships we have, what if that's the whole point? On the journey to self-discovery, to identity, to purpose, to calling, releasing the expectations, this wild journey and this uncomfortable unknowing what if all of that is what gives us the confidence to do what we do which seems really backwards but there's many times that I have to give God credit because I'm like I see what you just did there in the moment I didn't see it but looking back you're like oh okay gotcha do you ever have those moments I do I, I love them and they're also frustrating because it's like, well, just tell me in the moment. But that's not how we learn. So I think that's, that's all I have today. That's what I, I'm going to wrap up. And as you discover, as you go on this journey, look at the choices you get to make. Look at the limitations you've put on yourself. What are those phrases that keep coming up that keep you from, from acting, from releasing those expectations? These limitations. And this is something over the last couple of days I've been really looking at. I've been looking at what limitations am I putting on myself? What false limiting beliefs have I been telling myself for years that keep me from the next step? And it's things that when I say out loud, it's like, I know God has already told me no, that that's not it. Things like, well, growing your podcast is for the famous people <laughs> or being visible are for people who, well, just others, just they can do it, but that's not, you know, I, that's not for me. And I have to look and see one, what am I already doing? Well, I have a podcast and I'm not famous and I have a business. And I look at that and I realize that those beliefs are also ones that keep me from helping others. They keep me from stepping out and being visible and stepping to the next step and getting and being more vulnerable because vulnerability is hard, y'all hard. And I'm an Enneagram one. And it's hard for all numbers, but I know, especially for me, for as an Enneagram one, I don't want to mess up and I don't want to mess you guys up. I don't want to say something wrong and hurt one of you, but that fear of saying something wrong when I'm prompted to say something, God reminds me that maybe that's exactly what someone needs to hear because there's many times that something that is said something that seems off is exactly what I need to hear to change my thinking. So what are your limiting beliefs that are keeping you from 
releasing the expectations, from getting on this journey to self-discovery and sitting down and deciding that you not only can be more, but you are more than you believe and you can do more than you realize. So what are the next steps for you? What is that thing in the back of your heart, the back of your mind, the back of your, your soul that's telling you, go this way? Write it down and just pray over it and see what God can do with it. Who knows? And with that, I'm gonna close. Oh, the train's coming through, so it seems right. I hope you guys have, I hope you have a fabulous day. I hope whenever you're listening to this, it was right at the right time when you needed to know that you are worthy of more and that you are worthy of everything good that you have and everything good waiting for you, you deserve that as well. And it's simply because God loves you. So with that, I will see you next week. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And again, thank you for being flexible with me and listening to all of the cars and motorcycles and even the train that decided to go by in the 20 minute space that I was outside. But I thought it was more important that it doesn't matter where you are or what you do. Like God wants you right there when he has something to say to you or when he has something that needs to be heard. The background noise, you don't have to focus on that. You don't have to worry about what's going on around you. You just need to do it. And so I encourage you to to consider, have you thought about what coaching could do for you? Have you felt lost that you needed some guidance, needed some accountability, needed someone to walk with you as you make these big changes that may seem scary at first, but we know that it's what God has for you? Well, I'd love you to reach out to me and, and see about working with me as a coach. I have just a few spots open and I would love to talk to you about the possibilities of what transformation could look like. So just reach out and let's start this journey. Let's start making that choice and don't let time keep pushing you along. Take charge and see what life really could be about. Just go to www.tammymariecoaching.com and schedule your appointment. I'll talk to you soon.